You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys of Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. Write it down. You like writing things down. Write this down. Write them down. It's like a like a personal contract with ourselves. Welcome in. Welcome in, America. Welcome in, all Minnesota sports fans across the globe to Minnesota sports with Mackie and Judd. This is Write That Down Wednesday, where we put statistics next to our predictions like absolute idiots showing you just how wrong we are on a regular basis. When are you going to admit that you were wrong, Judd? Um, huh? Every Wednesday. And if you, and if you go and watch well, our PD, write hey, that man. down, you will see a lot of, a lot of red underneath my name. So that should make you happy. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a, we, we make most of our Vikings predictions. I feel like I'm purple daily, but especially with the listeners, because the Viking season just ended, there is a lot that came off the board this week. So we'll, uh, we'll get to the accountability session here. Three predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. Uh, we've been doing this since about 2015 or 16 on our old radio show that used to be on 1500 ESPN. And, uh, and our statistics go back to like 2018 on this show. So we'll get to those at the end of the accountability session. We keep track of batting averages and home runs. And listeners, if you want to participate like Gavin is about to for the first time, you can send a message to Declan through the Score North app, and we'll get you scheduled out. Write this down. Okay, boys, let's start with Judd. You said you were there for the historic PWHL Minnesota, the nameless PWHL Minnesota debut yeah. inside uh, the X. Yeah, great. Crowd. You said they would win their home debut against Montreal, which they did. And is it pronounced Taylor Heisey? Yes. Taylor Heisey, that she would score at least a goal. 
She did not score a goal in that she game. She didn't have a point. She didn't have a point, and and I would like to say this: she is the top overall pick in the draft, gonna... and I'm and I hold every professional player to, to the say. same standards. So yep. Taylor, I am extremely disappointed that you didn't have a point for me. I thought you'd score a goal. You're the top pick. You know what? There's no. I'm not cutting no slack here. This is a pro sport. Yeah, Judd's Taylor, gonna... you're a great player, but I but I expected more. Judd's going to go full Thomason at the next PWHL Minnesota Women's Hockey League press conference. You know, just talk about the historical context. You have a number one overall pick here. She can't score. What do you got to do to get her going? Yeah. You got to start yeah. banging some heads. Why up. is Taylor Heisey slumping? I'll ask Ken Clee oh, that man. question. I love it. Uh, but you did say on the positive side that Michigan would win the national title over Washington. Nice job. Mm-hmm. A little dicey there for a while. And that the Wolves would have a winning record over their 16-game stretch. You made that prediction after they started 0-1 in the 16-game stretch. And they did. They have one more game left in that stretch tonight against Boston. And uh, they they smoked the magic last night. But because of weather, they actually yeah. are flying to Boston yeah, today for that game tonight. I think they're going to get – I think they might get crushed tonight. And you know what? If they do – Oh, yeah, it was still a not... successful 16-game stretch. Right? Absolutely. Are you kidding? Yes. I only had one thing uh, come off the board. It was correct. I said one of the 0-2 NFL teams, at least, would make the playoffs. And the Houston Texans, who started 0-2, did make the playoffs. Thank you for remembering my omission of NFL, because I was just like, what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> what sport? <laughs> I was like, one of these 0-2 teams in the MLB, NBA, NHL, MLB will make the playoffs. Yeah, MLB, oh, crap. yeah. Yep. I knew. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> I remembered. Damn the Houston Astros started zero yeah. two. It's crazy. Okay, no listeners. Boy. No boy. A little bit of a bloodbath here on this page, and there's at least two pages I feel like of of red. We're not going to get to all these because we'll we'll make your eardrums bleed with the buzzer. But let's pick out some selected incorrect predictions here. Uh, Lincoln said Jaron Hall would throw multiple touchdowns in a game before the end of the season. Um. Lane said Daniil Hunter would lead the NFL in sacks. He had a career-high number of sacks. Doug said Vikings would win a playoff game. Uh, Doug also said when you add the Vikings points scored and points allowed, it'll be one of the highest, uh, three highest numbers. And they have, they're actually kind of a low-scoring team, like low-scoring games this year. Uh, Justin Anthony said Justin Fields would be last in the NFC North in yards, touchdowns, and completion percentage. Well, the Kirk Cousins injury threw a wrench into that one. Yeah. Otherwise, he probably would have been correct. Anthony also said Irv Smith Jr. would have more receiving touchdowns than TJ Hawkinson. Uh, no. He just turned out to be a bust. He is a bust. Yeah, total yeah, bust. Yeah, but I mean, just turned out, I thought with his size, I thought he's going to be good. I was totally wrong. Yeah, his speed. Uh, let's see here. Dylan. Oh. Actually, okay, I miss I miss uh, recorded this one here. This one by Dylan. I got to write this down. This no. is a, this is where you're. I'm flying through this morning. I'm like, I carved out an hour and a half, thinking it'll be plenty of time for write that down. And I'm just like going through. There's so many things coming off the board. So I missed a couple of things. Dylan said Andrew Booth will be considered the best cornerback on the Vikings roster according to passer rating allowed or PFF grade or interceptions tallied. If you sort Vikings cornerbacks by passer rating allowed, the number one cornerback by a mile was Andrew Booth Jr. When targeted, 
opposing quarterbacks had a 59 passer rating against him. So this was actually correct by Dylan. Judd is, Judd's head is about to pop off of his torso. I I'm shocked. It. I'm shocked. I mean, he didn't play that much, but I'm shocked. Okay. Yeah, kind of, kind of a small sample size, but Dylan was, was correct on that. Okay. Um, and then, uh, let's see, Brent said Adam Thielen would have more touchdowns than Jordan Addison and KJ Osborne combined this year. That, Addison doubled him up. Couple positives here, a couple home runs from the listeners. Nice. So Matt and Lynn yeah. said Luca Garza, who barely ever plays, will score at least one field goal sometime in the last week. And he he scored a point. He scored two points in one of their games earlier this week. On the I think it was uh, Jan fifth. I can't remember which game. Rockets, maybe it was the Rockets game in uh, Cigarza time toward the end. <laughs> Kyle said Harrison Smith, Daniil Hunter would each have career highs in sacks before the season. He said that that's a home run. We both did. So you, du- you doubled up on. Oh, this there we go. One. Okay. So, so I did. Got it. I did correct the booth one. Okay. Yep. Yep. And there's the Andrew booth one. So, okay. Declan. Yeah. No, yeah. Not a good week. Now. A couple of these should have come off the board earlier. I just, I just missed them no, last week. Yeah, no, it's okay. You said the twins would acquire an established starting pitcher by this week's write that down. Who's the, uh, they got that reliever, the uh, 30th overall pick. They claimed him off waivers from the Cubs last week. He was like the 30th overall pick like two drafts ago. Hey, they got, you know, they're making moves. They're making these savvy little moves. You yeah, it's so exciting. You said Jaden McDaniels would have at least 15 yeah. points against the Pels. I think four, 13, 14, and he missed like three just easy garbage time buckets in the fourth quarter. I was <laughs> Great Living. first half Just last watching, night, though. I was watching this solely at this point. I'm at the game live. The Wolves are getting their asses kicked. And all I'm there is at the edge of my seat wanting just one more bucket to drop for Jaden McDaniels in the fourth quarter. Selfishly. Uh, I love it. Uh, Kirill Kaprizov, you said, this was yeah. from a couple weeks ago, would have another multi-goal game by last by that week's right that down. He actually had three games in which he scored, but only one goal in each of the games. And then you said Gobert would grab 20 or more ah. boards in a game by the... End of December, uh, at least like he had done it twice, but then you said right. another one, but he did yep. not. <clears throat> so with that, all right, with one month to go in the write that down season, Judd with a Boy. 329 batting average, Declan 279, listeners 272, I'm at 267. Listeners lead with 12 home runs, I have 11, Judd has 10, Declan has 9. So the home run race is wide open. Judd would have to topple a little bit here for anyone to catch him, I feel like, in, in yeah, bad. I would have to make a lot of immediate predictions, I feel, I feel like. Yeah, I'm sure there are some the strategy. Come off the board. Yeah. going to make us come get you? Yep. But I think you're going to have to. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do the, the opposite of what Teddy Ballgame did you're gonna at the sit. end of the 1941 <laughs> season for the doubleheader against the Philadelphia A's. I'm going to take the manager's <laughs> advice and sit this one out. I love it. Uh, so Declan all time has the highest batting average at 359. Jub with 304 hits. Listeners increase their home run lead with 54 career home runs. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom 
and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed and how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Okay, with that accountability session out of the way, let's get Gavin in here. He's making his debut as a write-that-down predictor. It's a battle of glorious hairstyles between Gavin and Declan here. Glorious salads. Good salads. Oh, yeah. Appreciate it. I gotta give, I think I'm gonna give Gavin a little edge here. I feel like there's more work. I just got this cut up too yesterday. Yeah, on no, Monday it looks night. good. Don't get me wrong. It looks it's, good though. Yeah, but I, I think, I think Gavin came with his A game when it comes to salad today. Congratulations. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, I could see Gavin like you know the the boy state hockey tournament where they're doing the introductions. <laughs> I could see him being as being a part of the all hair team, just kind of mm-hmm. skating up there, giving the wink to the camera. You know what I see a little flow. bit. Now the the hair is not uh, exact, but I see a little facial re- resemblance to Kaprizov. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see that. Too. I haven't heard that one. Yeah, That's yeah. I, I feel like you've got Dude, a lot. I, I, I totally not should. twins, but definitely could be a brother. Yeah, actually, uh, Gavin, if you could, could you just like uh, repeat after me? We've got to get pucks deep. We got to get pucks deep. Yeah, we got to be better on the four check. Got to be better on the four check with like a Russian accent, though. Maybe if we, I think they're <laughs> don't ask too much from yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta work on that. <laughs> so Gavin, yeah, what's your background as a Minnesota sports fan? What uh, what got you hooked? Uh, I've been I was born and raised here in Minnesota, mm-hmm. and so was my dad, and he raised me uh, to be a Minnesota sports fan. My earliest memory was the 2009 championship game uh, for the Vikings. Little dude, I was at uh, my dad's friend was hosting a watch party, and I was about eight at the time. Yeah. So, and then after that. Just my interest for Minnesota sports just grew every year. Oh man, it's like yeah. a religion to me. So it's amazing. I, I mean, I because yeah, we you know we ask for the background on this and Purple Daily and the amount of Vikings fans that either got hooked on the '98 season or the 2009 season. Like, oh, here, oh, this is great. Oh yeah. Oh man, they win every game. They score 30 points. They're just beating everybody, and then bam, at the end of the year, just smacked upside the head. What's funnier is in like eight or nine years, you know, when Mackie, Judd, and Declan are still doing this podcast, is we're going to have, yeah. you know, the young generation who are going to say the 2017 NFC title game is what got me hooked or what crushed yeah. me or what crushed me in my first Minnesota Those Zimmer we're defenses, double A gap blitzes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Inject it. So, Gavin, we're going to start with you and you can make your first prediction and then we'll go around the room to Judd, over to Declan, back to me. We'll make three trips. But yeah, the floor is yours, man. Write it down. You awesome. like writing things down. All right, write this down. Jordan Love will throw at least two interceptions against the Cowboys on Sunday. I mean, uh, we got the, the pick six master sitting out there in, in Dallas, right? Pick yep, six. Bland. Bland's going to house that. one, maybe? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, these, uh, he's not a rookie, obviously, because he's been sitting behind Aaron Rodgers, but this is the, the biggest game he's ever played in his football life on the road against a good defense. We'll see. Write this down. Judd? 
All right, I'm going to unveil a new write that down um, strategy for me, and that is to use the bobbleheads to make predictions about. This is listener of the show, Royce Lewis, back when he played for the Cedar Rapids Colonels. Look at that. And you can write this down. Royce Lewis will hit 25 or more home runs next season. So, Royce, if you're watching, I trust that, that you are. I need 25 or more bombs from you, <laughs> and it looks like he's agreeing to it next season. And congratulations on the engagement. Looks like yeah. it's been a good offseason for, for our guy, Royce Lewis. Not bad. Yeah, he agrees. Look, looks like things are positive for Royce. Write this down. <laughs> okay, Declan. All right, I'll make a Twins prediction, too. I gave you guys uh, my opening day Declan Baldelli uh, batting order, and I want to quantify this. So write this down. I'm giving all season for this to happen, too. But Matt Walner will bat second in a Twins lineup at some point this season. <laughs> okay, a rare Declan long-term prediction. I know, I know, yeah, I know. This I like is it. this is I think rare. On solid ground. But uh, but yeah, I know. I, I and I don't think it's. I mean, because I have 162 cracks at this fill, I feel like it's not a home run because I have a lot of cracks yeah. at it. But but oh, uh, no, but, it's not a home run. Don't get but, no. <clears throat> I mean, he's an OBP. I took a lot of heat for this, but I, like, if you really look at it, it makes actually a lot of sense for him totally. to hit too with his sprint speed, with his power, with his on base percentage. It actually does make a lot of sense for this guy to hit near the top of your lineup. Yep. No, I think uh, yeah, it's it's not a home run, but it's a it's a good prediction. It's a good prediction. Okay, write this down. Write this down. This is this is just I, I do this like once every two weeks where I just <laughs> make a dumb emotional Timberwolves prediction. It's okay. more like a wishful thinking thing. Despite the fact that the Minnesota Timberwolves played last night in Orlando, we're told, hey, you can't travel to Boston tonight because of weather. You have to travel to Boston the day of the game today and then play the best team in the NBA in their arena. And they are nine-point underdogs. Write this down. The Timberwolves will upset the Boston Celtics despite those circumstances tonight. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I want to see. What that's, a, the... that's a home run, right? They're nine-point so. underdogs. I want to look They're at traveling the, day of game. I want to look at the money line. So, oh my god, the this the, the Wolves are plus three hundred on the money line. The Boston Celtics are minus three seventy-five. Yes, so it's like a twenty-five percent chance. Yeah, it's a schedule loss right In now. In fact, so. for sure. Yeah, that's fair. I don't think the Pistons are playing. The Wolves. Oh no, the Raptors are playing. They're plus three eighty-five. So the Wolves are the have, are the second biggest underdogs in the NBA tonight. Let's according, go uh, per money line on FanDuel. Okay. Write this down. Let's go, boys! Come on, we got this. Let's finish the 16 game stretch of terror in a strong way here. Stick a stick your flag in the ground in the NBA. Okay, back to to Gavin here for your second prediction. All right, write this down. Anthony Edwards will score at least 40 points in tonight's game, dude. Gavin. Let's go right now. Wow. Yeah. Wolves wow. back. Yes, sir. Wolves back. You're going into TD Bank Garden? Best dude, team he, in the dude, league? Dude, he scored six points last night, got into foul trouble, and they were up by 30. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> oh, man. For all that talk about not being deep in eight-man rotations, they must have uh, must have been listening to some of the, the podcasts floating around. Write this mm. down. Judd, second prediction. Okay. Write this next down. Bobblehead. Yep. Next next one up. Yeah. Who's it gonna be? Yeah. Who is it gonna be? The recently retired Ricky Rubio. Uh, Write this down. Ricky, before the end of next season, 
will attempt a comeback in the NBA. Really? All right. Ricky Rubio will attempt a comeback in the NBA. Yeah, I feel like I feel like he is um like I mean he did, did he definitely has some um mental health things and I mean he's still a talented dude. I he's clearly beloved. So I think if things get, you know, sorted out, he gets to a good place in life, I could easily see him trying to to come back, not to play a key role, but I mean he clearly is a guy who is valued both on the floor and more importantly in the culture of the team. So I think he'll attempt to come back if if he's in the right place to do it, which I hope he is. How what, how old is he now? Like 33, 4. He's still I mean when he debuted he was what, 19? I mean, he's walking away in a probably a very difficult mental place. I will say I feel like you could get burned here because there was a lot of speculation that he might go play in Spain. That would seem likely, right? Yes, Goes- that seems likely yep. to me. But you're saying but some, you wanna, you're saying NBA. I'm saying NBA. I think a team okay. convinces him to attempt to come back because I think I don't think he's done playing. I think it's a foregone conclusion he'll play like in Spain. But I I think okay. some team he's got a lot of friends. Well, in the league, I I think some team might say, you know what, if you're in a good place mentally, come back. Well, I'm I would say if you if you're you know if you're looking for a friendly spot to land, a team that could use a backup point guard who can help distribute to scorers and who has a great connection with Rudy Gobert from their time in Utah yeah, together. Cat. You're right, Rudy. You know, R- Ricky Ant. Rubio. Yeah, he's he's played closely with all these guys. I I don't think you can bank on him like being a serviceable player at this point. But it would be kind of fun if he could come back and like wave a towel. Could he like be the Mark Madsen? You know, just be just be like the fifteenth guy. You play him if you need to, but he's pretty much this. He's there as like an assistant coach. He definitely seems like a great culture guy. Oh, yeah. He is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Write this down. Change your face. Happy. All right. PGA Tour is back, baby. We got oh, the boy. Sony Open this <laughs> week. Count on you. Very excited <laughs> to make some golf predictions again. Let's go. Write that down. Let's go. So my guy, Will Zalatoris, bust out the new putter, the boomstick putter. <laughs> Got the belly putter now. He's had his putting issues. Brand but you, new putter. But you can't touch the belly, right? The rule is you can't, you can't, um, like lean on it. Ground it. You can't ground it into your yeah. sternum. Yeah. But he's oh, got really? A, so you got to be like this now? Brand new putter. Exactly like, like that. Yeah. Right up. Just like that. That's exactly how he puts. In That's fact, exactly some guys should put. try that because I, I if with their putting blender, goals, maybe I should blender. try that. I don't know. But write this down. Will Zalatoris will shoot at least 10 under at the Sony Open this weekend. Okay. I have no context for that. Is this like, like, is the winning score going to be 28 under and he'll have like snuck in or? It's a fairly easy golf course. Yes. But Zalatoris, also, I don't think he has golfed in like seven months. I think he was hurt because he was uh, he, com- he did golf the Gen- like Tigers tournament, the Genesis, but the I think Genesis. he finished last. So, yeah. yeah, he's definitely not. You lost track of him, Dex? He's your guy. I'm shocked. I, might, I mean, th- there was a stoppage in the PGA Tour for a bit. I know he was hurt and he had the yeah. back issue. <clears throat> back issue, excuse me. But I yes, I, I'm just saying ten under. Yeah, I don't okay. feel I'm not going to try to rob you of like this is a touchdown. I think this is just a solid, solid putt, if you will. A solid yeah. little, solid little four par on the on the scorecard, if you will. Okay. Yeah. I should make a. Ch- I kind of want to make a Charlie Woods futures prediction. Actually, oh my God. It's, do you wow. think, okay. Do you think he's kind of a douche? No. He's 14 years old and he's doing like, you know, he's he's Tiger. The way he talks, it's Tiger was kind of a douche. Tiger was kind of a douche. Yes, he is. How can you not be a douche? He's Tiger's kid. I'd be a huge douche. (laughs) Like, if I was blindfolded and the way they talk, it's the exact same. It's 
terrifying. The Genetics way they line up are, putts, the, the way they are all the same. The mannerisms. It's nuts. It's hilarious. At some point, I will make you a. Think a, he's a, kind of a dude. Charlie Woods. He's a I kid. mean, he kind of. <laughs> you know what, Taylor oh, Heisey? Pick your game up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. I don't care if you are in the PWHL. <laughs> <laughs> Write this down. Write this down. Write this down. The Timberwolves at the trade deadline or before, so by the trade deadline, will acquire a player who has shot at least 40% from three-point range in a season at some point. So there's three guys that that stand out, like Doug McDermott with San Antonio is going to be available. Um, and acquire, by the way, could be a trade, or it could be you acquire him as like a, you know, a buyout if he's cut. Monty Morris, I would say Luke Kennard with Memphis would be another good one. But like a guy like that who, who can microwave some offense for your shoots and threes. So someone who shot at least 40% from three in a season in their career at some point. Could you backdoor this into like some guy signing a 10-day? Yes. <laughs> yes, the Wolves will acquire or sign or pick up. Yeah. Acquire is kind of a wide-ranging yeah. term there. So Write this down. Okay, Gavin, back to you. All right. Write this down. The Vikings will draft Jaden Daniels. Dude, Gavin's coming in here. I like it. Just I like throwing ninety nine on the black. I like it. You know what? The future of this country now. I think it's in great shape. I like that. So, if that happens, if they move on from Kirk and draft Jaden Daniels, will the franchise crumble? Will the franchise no. be in ruins? Will Justin yeah. Jefferson demand to go wherever Kirk? Will Cousins you walk goes? away? Will you become a Packer fan because you're so upset? That the quarterback of your youth, Kirk Cousins, is no longer the guy. No, I'm. I want him gone. If I'm being honest, I'm wow. fine with not signing him. Yeah. It is funny. Can you imagine, like these people that think, well, if Kirk goes, then you better be ready to say goodbye to Jefferson. If you said, "Hey, Justin, we just drafted Jaden Daniels, by the way, from LSU, which is where you right. went to college too," he would be so happy. They'd be working out together well, all summer, unlike Kirk and Justin Jefferson, right? And especially if you said, hey, J.J., by drafting Daniels and allowing Kirk to leave, you're going to get every last penny that you asked for from us. <laughs> yeah. No, I want Kirk back. Give me $500. I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, it'd be fun. Write this down. We've had, I just kind of, we've had three mock drafts that we've done on Purple Daily in the last two days that have Jaden Daniels going to the Vikings. We'll see. But uh, Gavin... Great job with your predictions here. Since you've got this life-changing platform right now on Minnesota sports with Mackie and Judd, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that helped you get to this peak moment? Yeah, I want to definitely thank my parents. I can't express how grateful I am for them for supporting me along the way, ups and downs all the time. Awesome, man. Awesome. See, it's, you know, it's very nice. It's People need to thank their parents more, I feel yeah. like, on this show. You know? Yeah. I, I, I like captive parents. I like the Master Chief uh, little little guy got on your shelf there oh, yeah. above you too. Thanks, I man. Love that. Judd, were you a big uh, Halo fan? I can see Judd being a big Halo guy. Master what's that? Chief. I have no idea yeah. what that is, dude. We I spent more time playing Halo in college than doing any type of homework or <laughs> yeah. classwork. It's a video game, Judd. My pie chart yeah. of time spent in college was probably online poker one, Halo okay. two, uh, various like sports and wrestling video games three, and then if I had time for an hour, I would maybe go to class. Oh yeah, oh yeah. My my parents are both dead, uh, so I can say that <laughs> they paid for all that. But 
happens. So anyways, uh, Gavin, great stuff, dude. Thanks for coming on. Awesome. Guest Appreciate you guys. Thank you Thank so you much. Thank you very much. Yep. Yeah, man. Thanks, Gavin. We'll get great you on again sometime. Uh, hey, before we make our final predictions here, let's say hi to uh, our friends at Zero Res who are helping to deep clean people's houses. They're on a crusade to deep clean everyone's house who listens to this show and Purple Daily, okay? So they have a 4.9 out of 5-star rating on Google with 17,000 reviews. So you know that they are very highly regarded. If you call Zero Res today or go to their website and ask for the Score North special, you can get three rooms Zero Resified starting at just $119. That's three rooms, zero resified, $119, and $75 off getting your air ducts cleaned. 9520res or zeroresminnesota.com. Spell it forward or backwards. It spells the same. Zero res. Okay. Write it down. You like writing things down. Judd. All right. Final bobblehead prediction. We bring in special guest, Miguel Sano. No. Oh. Mc- Miguel Sano, <laughs> this man right here, will be on a 40-man roster at some point in the 2024 season. Okay. Major League roster, 40-man. He's going to get a chance. He's going to get a chance somewhere. Um, I don't know if it's going to result in big league play or not, so I'm not going 26-man. But yeah. he will get a chance with the team, 40-man roster for Miguel Sano. So you have an active prediction on the board that says, I think the Royals will be, this is from like a year ago. Yeah. The Royals I, will be his next organization. Do you yeah, think that that's, probably, dude, the, no, Ra- the Rays would make know. some sense, right? Like Rays, just some team looking to. But he's playing again and, and I think he's going to get it. I mean, he still has enough pop. It makes sense to, uh, to get a chance. Ultimately he might blow it, but I think he'll, I think he'll probably be a triple A type of guy who might get a chance again. If you know, guys get hurt or something like that. The Dodgers. This would be a classic Dodgers thing to happen. Really? Yeah, I can see that. They're so I can see filled. them taking a chance. I mean, they but they like they just plug in also like these guys you think. I was like Jason like Hayward last year was dead, and then all of a sudden he comes up and has well, a dude, year from ten Jason, years ago. Jason Hayward can play defense. Like Jason Hayward, you can yeah, put a glove good. on him, and he he's one sure. of the best. I see I'm just saying like the a Dodgers royal have a pirate. It. Yeah, the Dodgers can do this. I wouldn't be shocked at all. I would be shocked if the Dodgers wasted their time with because the Dodgers can go just pay twenty million dollars for somebody, you know. Yeah, who's cheap? Make the Royals, price index. Pirates, make, Dodgers, and Snow. No, Marlins. Wrong would have done just fine. Marlins. Yeah, no, I, I, I. Uh, you think Phil makes sense? The Marlins could make some sense. By the way, Miguel Sano in the Dominican Winter League playing for the uh, Estrellas Orientales. Nice, I think. Sound good. Is, he's hitting 225 in 27 games with a 346 OBP, a 405 slugging. Yeah. He has two home runs and 107 plate appearances so far. Woo. Okay. That's not very good. That's not going to get you signed to a. Write it down. Uh, you like writing things get down. A, to a 40 man. I'm going to get on a roster. All right. Uh, write this down. I've been stacking a few of these over the last few weeks, and we're getting closer and closer. I'm going to make another Royal Rumble prediction. Make another prediction here. Let's do it. Write this down. X-Pac will participate in the men's Royal Rumble. <laughs> X-Pac. I, one of my all-time favorites. Love. He was here. They had Comic-Con, the Twin Cities version of Comic-Con, like, a month ago. He was there for that. He um, He's also, he was born in Minneapolis, too, obviously. He's got some Minnesota ties. Uh, but X-Pac, the WWE Hall of Famer, will participate in the men's Royal Rumble. Write it down. I have an X-Pac story, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to Google to see if, if this story comes, uh, comes up here. 
if you're looking for more details, Google Sean Waltman. That's S-E-A-N. Sean Waltman is his real name. H-C-M-C, mm-hmm. which is the, you know, oh, the big hospital talked- downtown. I know, yeah. That's oh, it's just uh Dude, yeah. it was 10 years ago. I, oh, I was no. the guest ring announcer for, so Jerry Lynn is a longtime sort of legendary Minnesota wrestling figure and ECW, WWF, like WCW, he wrestled all the big ones. And and they had a retirement card for him 10 years ago at the Minneapolis Convention Center. So you got a couple thousand people inside a ballroom, like fans. You got all these big names coming back. Rhino, X-Pac, Tommy Dreamer, all these guys. I got to meet these guys, like, backstage. I'm just trying. By the way, being backstage at a wrestling event, it is the most, like, secretive. Because, you know, they're, like, planning matches and stuff. Yeah. But they're not trying to be super out in the open. And anyone from the outside which I was viewed as an outsider, obviously, is not, like, really welcome there. So I just kind of sat in a corner. and But I did get to meet X-Pac, and, uh, and he, was, he was great. Like, we didn't talk for that long. But so it's the, it's the main event, and it's X-Pac, and it's, I think, Jerry Lynn and some other guys. And X-Pac's move is called the Bronco Buster, Judd, where he, his opponent is, like, incapacitated kind of in the corner, like, head rested on the second turnbuckle. And then X-Pac runs across the ring, jumps in the air, lands on the guy's chest, and then rides him like a Bronco and, like, caves his chest in, right? Okay. So uh, what happened was, I think the turnbuckle got, like, the pad got taken off or something, so it was just like a metal hook exposed. Oh, yeah. And the opponent moves out of the way, and, and which was planned, by the way. The, the opponent moves out of the way, and X-Pac hits the metal turnbuckle, and, he, oh, he's going to be hurt, right? It opened up his entire anus yeah and he like bled out inside of his wrestling singlet he finished the match and he went backstage he was like in pain but he went backstage after the match and took his singlet off and there was a pool of blood everywhere oh god so they had to take him over to hcmc to get stitches to stitch up his anus Mm. xbox Mm. (laughs) noise break it down So yeah, uh, yeah. The first headline of the post was Sean Waltman details painful anal injury for March twenty eighth, two thousand thirteen. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was. <sighs> okay. Uh, write it down. You like writing things down. Write this down. I think I'm going to make a third Timberwolves prediction. <laughs> Let's just keep going back to this. Well, okay. Knowing this team the way that we know them. So they're coming off this 16-game stretch, all right? And I've got them beating the Celtics in a home run prediction, right? Uh, but then they get Portland on Friday, one of the worst teams in the league, and then Detroit on Wednesday of next week, who is the worst team in the league. Write this down. The Wolves will lose to one of those two teams. And it'll just be a blip. It'll be fine. People will freak out a little bit. But, th- like, they've barely had any of those games this year so far. They're gonna, I'm going to say they're going to come out of this thing and they're going to exhale a little bit too much. And they will lose to either Portland or Detroit in the next week. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Because Detroit finally, who who did Detroit beat? The Raptors to finally end that glorious losing streak of was it, a week was and a half the, ago or something? The, it was the Raptors, yeah. And now they've and lost the Raptors five coach straight went since. Crazy last night after the loss to the Lakers, right? Rightfully so, by the way. The Lakers shot 23 free throws in the fourth quarter. He's like, Greatest listen, press- if. He's like, right. if you guys had it down on your like agenda that the Lakers were going to win this game, then like just give them the win, and we don't even have to travel or do anything. We don't, why the show fact up? he said it is what thrilled me publicly. <laughs> yeah, that dude's getting fined for sure. Oh, yeah. 
So, all right, that's a wrap here. The only show in America to actually put statistics next to our predictions. It is right that down on Minnesota sports with Mackie and Judd.